Hi, good evening. This is PJ from Nurses at Work, and once again, it is great to uh, be back. I have uh, Dr. Rita Walker again, and I am happy and proud to say Dr. Rita Walker. Um, she has been, once again, an awesome sauce to this uh, industry as far as nurses is concerned. So Rita, once again, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, give our audience a uh, a really good uh, background as far as what you do, huh? Um, my name is Rita Walker, and of course, I have my doctorate now, so they call me Dr. Rita Yay! Walker. Um, it was a long journey, but it was a journey well worth taking. Yeah. Um, I In the industry, I've been in the industry since 1984. I started off as a medical assistant, and I from there I went to um, school and became a CNA. Mm -hmm. I became an LVN. Uh, director of staff development, uh, LVN instructor, I taught um, pharmacy techs, radiology techs, uh, medical assistants, CNAs, mm -hmm. and on up the ladder. And I figured, uh, well, I'm helping all these people become professional nurses. I might as well go ahead and extend right. myself and become a more professional with um, better degrees. So I went to school and got my RN, my BSN, my master's in education, my um, doctorate, and now I'm back in school getting my family nurse practitioner. Yay. I also became an administrator in the meantime, so yes. I've been really busy here. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Nurse entrepreneurship, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, I know the last time that we pretty much, um, I believe you probably was on my second episode, Dr. Walker, and I know we touched on quite a few things. We touched on, um, once again, like we talked about Title 22, survey readiness, that sort of thing, and uh, and just and also the SNF world. Uh, that's, you know, we talked about that. I think this time I really want to talk about uh, survey readiness. I really want to be more, you know, to teach our uh, audience out there, you know, our new grads, as well as our nursing students and also the existing seasoned nurses that's out there uh, regarding survey readiness. I know it's just, you know, it's a topic that it that needs to really be um, embedded uh, in the nurses because no matter where you work, um, you are going to have to face the challenge of being prepared for survey readiness. Can you share your views on that? Uh, my views on that is, is if you're doing your documentation the way you're supposed to, you following policies and procedure, and you're doing everything by the book, basically you're going to do well on surveys. Right, right. But it's a, a concerted effort. You right. have to be um, flawless in your work. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, when you give care to a patient, just make sure you document exactly everything you do. A lot of times you even have to document what the patients say. Right. Um, and it's important that you don't embellish on it. You just go ahead and put exactly what you did, what the patients did, right. and you make sure that as um, long as you're following the doctor's orders to the letter, right. that you're doing okay. Right. Because that's the first thing they're going to do. They're going to come in and they're going to observe. Right. Right, and that's and that's true. Now I know that depending upon you know certain facilities, they definitely do their um, mock survey. Mm -hmm. You know, you know to make sure uh, if there's anything that's going on, any additional findings or whatever have you that, you know, 
make sure you take care of that and the process before the real survey happens, mm -hmm. right? So I, I, I just want the nurses to know, our new grads and nurses students to know how important it is. And my one of my major pet peeves, especially at quite a few facilities that I work at, you know, work, used to work for and is currently working at, is that they always wait till the last freaking minute <laughs> to get everything together. And my thing is, why don't you have a damn plan, you know, at the beginning of the year or whatever have you, so you can be able, you, in other words, you won't have to worry about that. You know, it can come second nature to you when you when it comes to doing some things on the floor. What do you think about that? PJ, I totally agree with you. Um, mock surveys are a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Because they get you prepared so when, when the state shows up, you're not nervous. Right. Because the first thing you're going to do is you're going to get nervous. Yes. When you get nervous, you forget everything. Yes. Yes. Um, my thing is, if you do it right the first time and yep. you do it right all the time, yep. it becomes second nature to exactly. you. Exactly. And you don't have a problem doing exactly. your job. Exactly. And I, I noticed that like where I'm currently at, I, and I'm, I'm working for the county hospital, of course, and I know that when it comes to the audits, you're auditing all of the departments, trying to make sure that they're doing what they need to do, reinforcing teaching to the nurses and that sort of thing. And a lot of it is very repetitive and certain things is very redundant. And it's almost towards the end like a script. But I, and I, and, and I just have a problem with that. And I'm gonna tell you why. Once again, if you already set a plan in place from the, from the start, those nurses can continue to be practicing on that. So when survey, JCO, CMS, state, once again, depending upon the facility, DNV, depending upon the facility that you're working for, once when they come, then the nurses, they're, it's like second nature to them. Mm -hmm. They know, hey, gel in, gel out. They know, you know, how to appropriately put on PPE. They know when it comes to how to properly answer a question. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. And so whether you have RNs or LVNs or CNAs or whatever have you, it is good when you do the mark survey and you are educating them on how to answer the questions. Because majority of the times, a lot of nurses, they freeze up and they don't know how to answer the questions appropriately. That's, that's true, PJ. And a lot of times they, um, they get nervous and they clam up because... They think it's going to be a punitive result behind right. them not knowing the right answer. Exactly. And that's where the mock survey comes in and constant education. Um, it makes them prepared. Right. And they're ready to um, spot out that answer as soon as you ask them. Exactly. Um, what I used to do when I was in facilities, I would just walk around and I would just throw a question out there. Okay, right. what do you do in the case of a fire? Exactly. Exactly. Where is such and such cast? Right. What would you do if you walked in the room and saw a patient on the floor? Exactly. Different things like that. And, you know, reward them, even exactly. with a good job. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And, and, and like I say, I just think that, you know, even when it comes to mock surveys, this is my opinion. I think you should at least do a mock survey twice a month throughout the year. That's just me. Until and you come. don't have to make it a big thing. And you don't have to, no, you don't have to make it a big thing. You know, you could have it where, you know, you let the nurses know. And then there could be a time where you are pretending like you are, you know, actually stayed or Jayco or whatever have you. And, you know, 
you can have that attitude, but I think that they just need to be prepared throughout the year and not last minute where you feel like you rush in to say, okay, you know, when it comes to your care plans that you have to check, when it comes to infection control, because we know that everything is pretty much according to the National Patient Safety Goal, right? Absolutely. And, and so if we really emphasize that, throughout the year instead of when the last, you know, during the time that they're coming, that window, we don't know at times. And things have changed, yes. really. Things has really changed when it comes to survey. You know, they can not only just show up, but, you know, next thing you know, it's like right in front of your face. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, once again, um, preparedness throughout the year and not so much as, you know, three months prior right. to when that survey window is available. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that is pressure. That's pressure on the rest of the staff right. as well, you know. And I found, PJ, if you make it fun, that they learn and oh, they're yes. more than yes. willing to exactly. participate and exactly. do it the right way. Exactly. Um, if you make it punitive, they're going to fight you. Yes, of course. They're not going to want to do anything for you. Yep. And they'll make your job just as difficult when state's there and when state is not exactly. there. Exactly, exactly, right? Exactly. So it's interesting because um, I was pretty work, uh, much working on a um, unit, and I'm just help supporting uh, the perineal unit where I'm located. And they're trying to establish what we call the baby-friendly um, you know, to make sure that they're established as a baby-friendly hospital. And of course, just like any other type of survey, there are questions that we have to ask the nurses. Mm -hmm. and, and, and my thing is, those questions are very important, just like any other question, but asking and practicing on serving those things, that's a different story. You understand what I'm saying? And I know when nurses are on the floor, you know, you're busy, you know? I'm gonna tell you, I remember, um, when I was working at a skilled facility and we have an idea and sometimes, you know, you'll know somebody takes you and say, oh, the state is here, whatever have you. And, and I'm there early in the morning and I try to make sure that there are certain things I get taken care of, you know, not only doing your rounds, but finger sticks and that sort of thing, you know, G2 faces, you know, you want Absolutely. to make sure all that stuff is taken care of, right? You know, you don't want to, you know, if they follow you, you know, you want to, you know, make sure that, oh, I already did that, I already did this. But once again, you know, things are different and they do ask questions. And, and a lot of surveyors, you know, some a majority of them, they've been nurses, so they know and they just want to make sure you know. And, and I think what we need to really to, to I, I think to get across to the nurses is that they're there to help. And yes, we can sit up here and we can like bitch and criticize and say, hey, you know, they're going to always find something. Yada, 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 yada. Okay, so what? Is so fix what? it. Just fix, just exactly, fix it. just fix it. Yeah. <laughs> just and fix it. And what it is, it's called a teach one, do one. Exactly. They're teaching you how to um, do it the correct exactly. way. So once they teach you and you do it, you go back and, and you teach somebody and else. Exactly. You check, you go into the dirty uh, soil utility room, you know, and you know, hey, if there's certain things that aren't supposed to be in there, hell, take care of that. It should be done, it should be like that regardless. That's my opinion. And I know that out of laziness and out of also too, we can, we can always make the excuse as far as being busy. Mm -hmm. But once when you have some sort of strategy and you prioritize certain things, 
you know, because you sit up here and think, why come some other facilities do it and some others don't? You know, other hospitals, you know, I mean, you have big hospitals, you know, we can, we can always uh, bring out the big names, you know, you know, Kaiser, Tenet, uh, Dignity, you know, uh, you know, the county hospitals that spread it throughout the nation. The bottom line is you should already be doing some of those things anyway. And I know it's hard because some people say, well, you know what? With everything that's listed for what you're supposed to be doing, we'll never get our med pass done. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, if you know they're coming, you still need to be prepared. And you need to practice the way exactly. they're going to they're gonna ding you on. Exactly. And if you're doing it the right way, you don't have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. We all know the right way. Exactly. We all take shortcuts. Exactly. I've taken shortcuts. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. I, but I know when... I'm being I, observed and watched. Right. I'm going to do it the correct way. Right. You give them one medication at a time. Right. In a G tube, you put, exactly. you crush the meds in separate exactly. cups. Exactly. You know, it takes time, but you got to do it. You got to do it. You just you know, got to do it. I mean, and and also doctors as well. I mean, when I think of infection control, once again, sometimes they are the worst ones. I'm sorry. You know, there's a better way. To, you know, you don't have to yell at a doctor or you don't have to try to disrespect a doctor. You know, you could go and get the PPE, go get the gown. Say, hey, here you go. Gloves, go, all of that. Here you go. <laughs> you know Make what it mean? fun. Anybody could do that. Oh, did you forget you know? your gown here? Exactly. I'm here to help you. Exactly. You yeah. know, I mean, once again, I mean, we all are involved in the patient, you know, taking care of their needs in the whole process. That's what I want to try to say. And... Uh, state, whether it's JACO, whether whatever organization, DNV, mm-hmm. whether it's CMS, CMS is everywhere, right? I mean, state, all I mean, they, they're coming once because at times there's also complaints. Yes, you know, you know, there's complaints. You know, they're coming in complaints, and you know, every facility gets it. You know, no one is perfect. You and you know, know PJ is something else I don't think a lot of people know or understand. If if state or CMS or whoever come in for a complaint and they see something, that complaint can turn into a survey right there on the spot. See? So see? if you're not doing the things the right way, right. they're watching when they come in that building. Exactly. They're watching. Okay, they got a complaint. We're not, get, we're not getting right. the care we need. The first thing they're going to do, they're going to be watching everybody to see exactly. what they're doing. Exactly, exactly. So you don't want a complaint to turn into survey. You want that complaint to go away. You exactly. want to do it the correct way. Exactly. And as soon as, like you said, as soon as the complaint is has been pretty much there, you want to hurry up and do what you need to do. Um, PDCA or I, I'm not yes. sure. Yeah, yes. you want to make sure that that's done. And you know, of course, when they do come and they do, you know, have their findings, they come back in 30 to 45 days within that time period, you know, and, and they want to make sure that that's done. And I, and every and, and once again for nurses, they it's interesting because when we go to nursing school, you know that's something that we don't learn. We don't learn about state. We don't learn about Jacob. Not to that extent. No. You may have a clinical instructor or some instructors, some really good instructors. They will talk about that, but they're not going to go into depth talking to you regarding you know what to look for, you know what to say, mm-hmm. you know, and what to do, you know, and and that is really important. Is that you you know. If whatever facility that you're working for, if they have uh, a planning process for survey readiness, I think that's great. Everyone should have that. I think that it should be something that should be throughout the entire year. Yes. You know, it may not have to be, you know, uh, you may have to 
may not have to put a lot more energy in it, but it's something that you need to be reminded of. Right. And, and, and that, and that, like I say, doing a mark survey twice a month, and you don't have to go pay and have someone, a third-party person to come in, not no. every month. But the bottom line is you definitely audit other departments, audit your nurses, making sure that the documentation, because documentation is just so important. Documentation so in your care plans. So important. Yes. And yes, they're going to always find things, but still, you still want to make sure that you're doing what you need to do. Uh, as a nurse, your license is also on the line. And not only that, but when a company or the facility that, that you work for, when they're fine, that's not good. You know what I mean? I mean, that's not good at all. So you want to make sure that you are doing what is correct on the floor and, and, and be prepared for that. Yeah, and a lot of times people are thinking that the surveyors are coming to pick on you, and a lot of times yes. they're there to help you. Yes. They have a wealth of knowledge. They will answer your questions. I myself befriend them. See? And they'll come in the building and looking for me right. because they know that I'm going to do it the right way and I'm going to not play games with them and I'm going to give them the right answers and I'm going to find what they need yes. and give it to them. Exactly. So they can help you a lot. They know the regulations Backwards and forwards. Yes. They because do. they have to go into training a year before they can go out on the floor yes. and do anything. They may be preceptor, but they'd be in training for a year. Right. So ask them questions. They exactly. ask you questions. Exactly. Ask them questions. Yeah. How am I supposed to be doing this before they come and find exactly. you not doing right. it the right exactly. way? Exactly. And I think they'll take a, you know, they'll be appreciative of that. Absolutely. They'll know that, oh, we got some nurses there. They have an initiative of this. And and also, too, you can also go on online. And once again, I know I talked about this in a previous episode with you, you know, for nurses to know Title 22. Oh, yes. To know, <laughs> the, you know, national patient and safety goals, you know, look at that because there should be a laminated poster at every facility regarding, and it has to be updated with that year regarding national patient safety goals. Um, you know, you can find a lot of information regarding survey readiness. You'd be surprised what you find. You know, something they have survey checklists, ex everything, exactly, everything exactly. there, and it's beneficial and it's also good for the nurses. I think what I like to project to my audience is that. Um, be self-sufficient. That is my thing. Yeah. You know, be self-sufficient regarding uh, knowing these things, uh, whomever you're working for. Always know the policies. And I always stress, policies is so important. And once again, that's something that you really don't, they don't go into depth, of course, in, in, you know, uh, in nursing school about. But you definitely need to know the policy of that facility. And if you're in an acute care hospital, whatever department that you're working in, whether it's med surge, tele, perinatal, you know, ambulatory, whatever it is, you, you need to read on the policy. Because that's what the state surveyors exactly, are going to go by. That's what they're going to go by. <laughs> oh, my God. Exactly. How many times have they said, okay, I need to see the policy exactly. on this. Exactly. And then your policy is saying this. Exactly. And if you get that policy and say, see, I told you, this is what my exactly. policy said, and I, exactly what I told you, all they're going to do is say, okay. Exactly. You're you know? good. So that, that's why I really want the nurses to be really, uh, you, know, it, it, you know, being a nurse, yes, you, you know, it's not just, of course, about passing meds, you're checking in on your patients, you are charting, 
but you need to know the whys. Yeah, it's empowering yourself with knowledge. Exactly. You, you just need to know. And that way, you know, you don't have to, you know, be clueless about uh, when state comes and, and, you know, you know your stuff. Yeah. You know? And one more thing I um, um, want to reiterate or let you know about is the policies and stuff and the survey prep and all the checklists and stuff is really important. But one important thing is knowing your scope of practice. Exactly. Exactly. Knowing your scope of knowing practice is so practice important. It's very important. Um, sometimes, and I just want to bring this up because I, I know this is probably at every facility, depending upon their uh, the policy committee, uh, there's some policies that are not updated. And it's just interesting because there was research done recently where I was located where pain is no longer, it's not really, and has never been though, considered the fifth vital sign. It has never, a lot of people are really clueless because mm -hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, but no. State, JCO, CMS, they have nothing to do to say that pain is considered the fifth vital sign. Mm -hmm. So it was a nurse educator who did her research and found out that there was an organization that specialized in pain and that sort of thing, um, that they really pushed that pain should be a, a fifth vital sign. But pain is really not a fifth vital yeah. sign. And then they wanted, you know, like I said, then we have this issue with the opioid crisis and yada, 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 you know, all that other stuff. And that's gonna be another episode, right? <laughs> but all I know is that it's just the importance, once again, knowledge. It's that, you know, whatever that you do find, that you share, and I know that, you know, we as nurses, we're always uh, students as well as educators. We, it's got to go hand in hand. We always got to learn. We always got to teach. We always got to be definitely on evidence-based practice. Yes. Evidence-based practice is just so important. And um, reading and, and just, like I said, it, it, all of this, it just, it really ties in. Mm -hmm. It really does tie in. And so um, when you do your research, when you understand and try, try, no one is asking, I'm not asking anyone, in, any of the new nurses to like, okay, go out and just totally read everything on Title 22. I mean, if you do that, that's, that's great. I mean, you know, but kudos, <laughs> kudos to you. But it's just that the, I think following a national patient safety goal is just great touching in on some of the things for Title 22 so you'll know. Mm -hmm. and, and, and like I said, a lot of this has to do with as you are, you know, working and you're out there on the floor and you're out there in the field and, you know, and you are reading and you're educating yourself as you go along. Yeah. And that is just, that's, the, that's important. That's the main thing is the knowledge. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, like I say, Survey readiness, it's, it's always a very frustrating time when state, Jaco, getting ready to come knock at your door and, uh, and the pressure is being put on the nurses. And it's not just not on the nurses, to be honest with you. It's really on everybody. And I know nurses get upset when it's like, oh, my God, they're questioning me for this. You know, I'm so busy. I got time. You got to understand that it's not 
that people are trying to really hound you and put pressure on you. It's not that. It's just that they're trying to prepare you. Mm-hmm. They're there to be your friend. And I know it depends on, too, how that is being delivered. Because I know some of the questions that I did on survey readiness, I did it like a Jeopardy type of thing. And a lot of nurses loved it. And, and I also treated them with respect. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? But also, too, it's not bad for another person who is doing the audit is treating you just like survey, you know, because you need that too. You need that discipline. You need that. <laughs> you definitely need that discipline. So once again, it's not all about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all about, hey, where you work, you want to continue to work in there. You don't want any problems. You want to follow the rules and regulations. There's a reason why that's in place. And just do it. So easy. It is so easy. It's so easy. So, Dr. Walker, anything else that you would share with the audience before, um, you know, I decide to close up the session? Only thing I have to share with you guys is there's never enough that you can learn. It's always there. There's so much out there to learn, and that's why I keep going back to school. And people are like, Rita, why do you keep doing it? I said, <laughs> I need to know. Right, right. I need to know. So go out there and arm yourself with as much knowledge as you can. Be prepared for whatever's coming your way. Because believe it or not, survey's going to come. Exactly. They ain't going nowhere, right? <laughs> survey's They're going to always come. be there. And sometimes, you know, they'll be there for complaints. They'll be there for other stuff. And just because a facility has a complaint, that doesn't necessarily mean you got a bad mouth that facility or hospital, whatever have you. It's just that this is part of the process. You know, you're going to always have survey. Uh, Jayco is going to always come. CMS, whomever, ombudsman, all of that stuff, that's just part of the process. And we as nurses, we got to do our jobs and not trip off of that and just do what we're supposed to do. All keep right? it, keep pushing. Keep exactly. Pushing. All right, well, once again, Dr. Walker, thank you so much for this session and sharing with us. I know I am going to see you again. Oh, yes, you will. And for our audience, you guys, once again, just want, take this information that you know, has been shared with you guys. And uh, and just don't forget, you know, uh, to use it, to practice it. And um, it's always been a pleasure. And you guys have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. Alrighty? Good evening. Good night. Bye-bye.